It's the Sean Pittman Show, where we talk about politics, sports, entertainment, and business. Here is your host, Sean Pittman. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Sean Pittman Show. I'm excited about this show. Hope y'all had a good Thanksgiving. I am um, full, as usual, because uh, I don't know how to say stop, but uh, but that's okay. I spent my Thanksgiving listening to a bright, new, and amazing artist. And I told y'all about her last week, but uh, her name is MKXYZ, and she is with us today. MK, I could just say MK, right? Yes, you can definitely say MK. What up, what up, what up, everybody? Well, listen, thank you for agreeing to come on the show. We've been trying to get you for a while. Uh, you've been, uh, it's been, there's COVID for everybody else, but you've been doing your thing. And we've been watching you, and and it's incredible. And I I told people last week that you know I feel close to you because you're from Jacksonville. You you know you you from Florida. You a Florida girl, right? Jacksonville, native Duval. Actually. I was born and raised Duval County on the west side. Wow. The west side. So yeah, I was I was deep in, into Jacksonville. For sure. Well, you know, that makes it special for this show, right? Because we're in Florida, we're in South Georgia. So we like to consider people who are doing great things. And from Florida, uh, we consider you ours. So so just for the next few minutes, you're ours. And we, we, want, we want to make sure that you are okay with that. <laughs> hey, hey, listen. Absolutely. Take so, me away. So you, you got an interesting name. Uh, it's a unique name. You can't forget it if you know if you know your alphabet. Uh, but you recently changed it from soul floetry. I did. Uh, how did how did all that happen? That's crazy. So um, MKXYZ is, is just such a beautiful thing for me because, of course, um, some people who are close to me know me as Michaela. That's my government. But of course, I go by MK for short. But the XYZ part is like an extension that basically kind of. It's an all-inclusive, um, it's all-inclusive, I wouldn't even call it a label because that's really what I go against, but I was just looking for something, for me at least, that was really something that I subscribe to, you know what I mean? And not something that was put on me by society, all of my experiences, um, just for me being queer, me being a woman of color, and what that meant to me and how I wanted to you know, show up in the world and how I wanted to present that, but I also wanted it to be all inclusive. So really that's what the XYZ is. You know, I could go on and on about that. Yeah. Well really, you know, it's it's just me. It's all it's all me. Well, I I, I love it and because it, it's easy for me to remember. <laughs> but but as you add some content to it, MK, uh it means a lot more. So I appreciate you doing that. And we mentioned you being from Duval. Uh, how 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 much of an influence does Duval have on your the, the, just the state of your career? Because you're in Atlanta now, you're in the ATL, doing your thing. I am. <laughs> but but how much influence has Florida and Jacksonville had on MKXYZ? You know, I think the interesting thing about Jacksonville is that we're, you know, and I say this time and time again, but I feel like Jacksonville is such a melting pot for cultures, for music, um, you know, and growing up, I feel like especially being a dancer and that being the beginning of my journey, you know, where I started off, like just 
existing in Jacksonville, you just feel the energy of all of that. And I just kind of picked up on it. So it really, really played a big part on my dancing and, you know, how that has shaped and just being able to, to catch on to all the dances that were coming out. I remember there was a point where, um, what was it? Because there was dances before this. There was, of course, Wu-Tang, Stick and Roll It. There was dances before this. But I remember when Soulja Boy had finally released music. Right. And I was just like, it all, the, it all the, it was just, that was the thing. That's the culture. Like, I always remember, especially in Jacksonville, it's just the cookout and all the big family birthday parties mm. with friends, family come over. And it's just lit and everybody's listening to music. But, of course, the kids, the kids would get down. That's like, right. That's right. They that's, still that's, do, that's by the all, way. You know, it's, <laughs> even the schools, you know what I mean? Like, my experience, of course, being a college student and then um, having um, cousins and, and siblings that, you know, graduated from Florida schools and stuff like that, they still have that energy, too. Yeah, and, you know, you mentioned being in college and all of that. You know, people, I, I don't think people know like your education background right i mean the biosciences right that you were yes. you were engaged <laughs> in right i mean tell people but i don't want to crush i don't want to crush your style with people knowing that you're really that you're extremely smart here but but i just find it really no, impressive I think, I think i was going to say i think it's pretty impressive for myself like that's one of those things where i say you know, to be a first generation student and to come that far, um, you know, because I didn't think I was going to go to school, you know. So for me, I look at it as a, a huge like it's just so I think it's such a important part to my journey is what I'm trying to say. But I think it's cool because, yeah, I was a first generation student. None of my uh, family members had went to college and I actually decided to I remember quitting my job just to get all these scholarships done. And literally, when I went to school and I got accepted, I didn't even believe it. Like, that's how crazy it was. I didn't even, wow. even know I had to accept this letter. And I knew I was going. I didn't even believe that it was real until I was in the school, you know, taking classes and, and, and studying biology and chemistry, which was tough. It was definitely tough. But I think that... Um, what I had planned to do with it was, was worth it. But of course, you know, passion and and what what the when I started to become more aligned with my purpose and what I was really meant to do, I just I always knew it was music. Right. You know, there's that wake up call moment where you're like, this is exactly what I'm supposed to do. Well, and and do it well, you do. And, um, I, you know, I, I tell folks and listeners if you're just tuning in i'm talking to mk xyz she is a recording artist an amazing dancer she's got great music out there right now so take a moment if you're driving pull on the side of the road google her go to itunes uh because she's absolutely fabulous and and i wanted all the listeners who have those kids out there who have a dream you gotta let them dream man you got to let them live out. Um, exactly. You know what I mean? You got to let them live it out, MK, because um, if you hadn't, we wouldn't be we wouldn't be talking about this today. Right. 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 And I think one thing that I want to add to that, which is great that you mentioned that, is especially right now during this time where people are starting to realize, man, life is short. You know, yeah. you can't sit back anymore and say, well, dang, I should have done that. And I wish I could have did this. And if I would have, you know, if I wasn't afraid, you know, people always assume that, you know, 
this is, you know, this is just what, this is the cards that I'm dealt. I can't do this. And for me, a lot of that X, Y, Z that, you know, you, we keep bringing up and we keep talking about the emphasis is self-discovery, is exploration, is not staying, you know, in one place and feeling like you can't elevate into something else or try something new and, and understand that all the different emotions and experiences that are coming, you know, you're going to experience like a multitude of them. And why not? be able to branch out and really just be brave with everything that you want and everything that you feel yeah and you know mk so like i'm a hundred and i i identify with that advice <laughs> still at being a hundred years old so <laughs> i love it i appreciate that so so mk now now one of your recent songs features a collaboration with g easy uh, i think that it's pass it right uh yes. how did how did how did you recruit him to cut the verse in the song so I uh, was in Vegas when I was working on Pass It, um, which was cool because it was my birthday. But so, um, you know, Tricky introduced me to Hitmaker and me and Hitmaker just hit it off. You know, I had met him quite a few times and we just started to, you know, have our own um, friendship, relationship. Um, and then whenever we, you know, went to Vegas, it was lit. You know, he's like a big bro. And then when we were working on Pass It, and I just felt like I really wanted, you know, a West Coast song, a West Coast vibe, you know, that has that, you know, just when you think of the West Coast, that's what I hear. I hear Pass It. We don't pass it, please. I'm a yeah. Pass It record too. Right. Uh, but I, I, I wanted somebody that was going to be in the same groove, in the same pocket, who was from there, who had that energy, who had that essence, who had that, you know, that flavor. And G Easy was perfect for it. So um, Hitmaker also introduced me to uh, G Easy, and we hit it off too. And then we did the record, and it was it was it. It was up for there. Well, it's it actually it, it. I mean, it it's a hit, and um, you're good in it. You know, I always just wonder how these collaborations come together. If you can visualize who you want to to sort of be a part of it or if it's the other way around where you know i mean maybe it happens both ways right but i think you two um i mean you, look y'all do it y'all kill that song you kill it yes i <laughs> love his energy and it was also fun to work with him um on when while we were shooting the music video too because he just has a lot of energy and he's funny and he's you know he's just cool he's just a cool person uh, to be around definitely and vibe with make music with yeah so mk you know in this moment i mean we talked that we mentioned covid and you know and you're really a woke person right i mean you talked about some issues earlier in the show that identify with you that that i'm so proud of you to see you on the front lines of some some of that stuff right and you know and we're experiencing oh, an immense you. no i'm serious right and 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 right now you know we're experiencing an immense evolution in our country in terms of racial injustice racial justice and really holding the country accountable for its treatment of, of minorities in all ways shape and form right where do you think entertainers and artists like yourself fit into that that conversation? I think that there's two things that I feel, okay? So, like, as I've been watching how social media and how, you know, a lot of the people, they're, you know, it's becoming so accessible now that it's it's not even about celebrity anymore or, or just pe having a separation. A lot of them are starting to say, man, celebrities can't speak up for you anymore because, you know, you see different scenarios like when you think of Kanye you think of um, uh, Lil Wayne and how some people had feelings about that when it came to Trump 
you know, and they had their own opinions. And it's just like a lot of people started to feel like, and, you know, these are just direct uh, conversations that I'm reading, like on Shade Room, on different platforms, you know, different large platforms on social media where people are just like, man, celebrities can't speak blase, blase. However, I feel like when you have the platform and the ability to inform the masses in any shape or form for the greater good of humankind, for the greater good of the world, I think it's important that you take a step uh, and, and, you, and you, you play your part. To keep it very, very short and simple, I think you should always play your part. So for me, especially with the elections, little things like that, voting or, um, you know, when George Floyd was murdered um, in the midst of COVID and then there was other murders and um, just, you know, of course, police brutality is like you can't just sit back and, 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 and be a bystander to all the things that are going on. You know, you have to speak up. You have to inform people on what's right and what's wrong, um, even if they if even if they're not understanding the importance or the greater importance. Or how long term, maybe this little thing that you do, such as voting, counts in the future. You know, so because a lot of a lot of young, like a lot of even my friends, like I've had that I've had to have those conversations, and they're unfortunately they're uncomfortable. But where are you going to go when when you're comfort comfortable? Yeah, you know, with anything. Yeah, you know, and you mentioned the power of voting, man. Look, you're in Atlanta right now, and. The whole world is watching Georgia, right? And and what you all were able to accomplish, and you know, and I I wonder because I know you're an artist, and I I love your music, and and I love your vibe, and I love the you know that in any given day for you, MK, you can be you deal with all age range ranges, and one day you could go for somebody much younger than you to talking to somebody much older than you. You're you're a business. Yeah. And and you're a passionate person and you stand for a lot of things. Right. What I wonder, though, is how do you maintain the connection with your constituency? Right. Your fan base when some of them just want to hear your music. How do you how is that? Is it does that matter very much? It does, because sometimes people like say um, a great example of that is. Um, the day riots started in Atlanta, I was living downtown and I went live and I was, you know, showing everyone like what's going on. And I said, you know what? You can't avoid this problem. I'm going to show you, you know, some of you guys want to come and escape and escape and escape. But sometimes the escapism isn't going to bring solution. Like you have to, you have to be able to wake up. And for me, it's always about being aware spreading awareness that's the whole you know key point so for me though I'll ask like a lot of the way that I a lot of the times how I bridge the gap is by asking how they feel what do you what do you think about what's going on some people they don't know so then I'll educate you know I'm not just like at like there's times where people I feel like can shove it down someone's throat all the time and then they're just like oh I, I like I need to breathe I need to be able to take in this information at least to be able to respond or to be able to, to move forward and figure out how I feel. But so a lot of the time, whenever there's heaviness going on, it's like, it's more about starting the conversation. I see. So yeah. Uh, yeah. whether I'm in comments or whether I'm on live, you know, the goal is to at least start a conversation so we can figure out where is every, what is everybody thinking at this moment? How is everybody feeling? How do we help to heal each other, but also move forward um, with, with finding, you know, what's the next step? How do we be active organizers and what is going on in the world? 
Man, I, I tell you, I think the artists in your generation have to be so layered, man. You guys got to you gotta be great at what you do, and you now have to care about what goes on around you. And I think you meet, you're meeting that that you're meeting it right where it's at and so i applaud you on that i'm actually really proud of you for um for being that way so so and thank you for being open and sharing that no thank you you mentioned tricky earlier our mutual friend tricky stewart and he was he's a you former to love tricky i know right I and mean, listen so he's a former guest of the show we had a good time together and um i gotta have him back because he is just the funniest guy one of the funniest guys i know but he's hilarious. He is hilarious. <laughs> but Tricky has worked with some some top notch artists like Beyonce, Michael Jackson, Justin Bieber. I mean, the list goes on when you look at where he's been and, and his influences. Well, what is it like to work with such an accomplished producer? And and by the way, when he hears this, he's he he tells me all the time, uh, MK, that I mistake him for a producer. So I'm probably gonna get in trouble for saying that. But but how much of an impact does somebody like Tricky has on the on the success of an MK? Um, you know what? He changed my life. So wow, wow. There's moments where, and that's that's just it, you know. But not just I, I don't even want to just say him because it's my whole team. My whole team has made you know. And a crazy, they put a crazy amount of love and, and intention behind the XYZ that is today. So for me, yes, um, I do want to, you know, go into Tricky, but I do want to make a point to, to give kudos to them because it's it's a it's a, it's you know it's the village. It's That's really right. The village. But your, your tribe, um, your tribe is your vibe, man. That's right. It's, it's the tribe, yeah. man. It's the tribe. But no, like Tricky definitely changed my life because if he didn't, you know, reach out to me on Instagram when I was still in college, being consistent, putting up content and stuff like that, I have no idea, like, how things would be different right now. And, I, you know, I, and sometimes I sit there and I'm like, wow, like when we're traveling or when we're working on music, I literally have these moments in the middle of it where I'm like, wow, like, I love this. I love the fact that I don't have to question the energy. I don't have to question, you know, what's going on. There is there is an understanding and there is a attention to detail on his behalf on everything. Like getting to know, like just even outside of music and outside of work, getting to know me as a person and studying me, studying the little things that make me feel like, oh, this is this is everything that you've wanted, everything that you've believed in, everything that you are. You know, so like there's yeah. just so many great things as far as him being a mentor, a friend. Um, he's like the coach. He's he's really the coach. You know, so I definitely just study. Uh, so a lot of the times I study him. Um, I observe him, um, and I take notes and I listen and I apply it. But you know. Not everybody gets to have those kind of relationships that have come into music. You know, I've talked to a lot of different artists, a lot of different producers, and they're like, you know, he's the real deal. He's he's got you. You know, you're lucky. You're so lucky. You're so blessed. And trust me, that's never that never goes un, like unappreciated ever. Well, you know, and all you gotta do is you know walk walk through the studio and you see you know the likes of Madonna and Riri and. And and all these amazing artists that, yeah. that that he's worked with, and you kind of you kind of get in awe because you know he he's not that guy that just sits over there and 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 wants you to look at him, wants you to talk to him. I mean, he's that's just not who he is. But the guy has 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 had the presence of greatness um, 
to impact his life. And although I would be remiss not to say that that the thing he did the best, which I think you will agree, is is he married up. So that's a that's a that's that's one feather in his cap that I <laughs> that I would have to give him. Hey. Right. So Kita, Kita, uh, listen. MK, thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time. And I just wish you the best. And I'm so happy that we're acquainted now so that I can I can watch you grow and say, I know her. Uh, so uh-uh. anything we can do on this end, let us know. But but you you did us a solid today to give us opportunity to let our, our listeners hear from you. So, man, just thank you. I, I know I'm going to use it wrong, but keep passing it. <laughs> keep passing it. <laughs> All right, my friend. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Okay, listen. Oh, man, thank you so much. Thank you for staying with us. And, and listeners, we'll be right back with a Pittman Point right after this. You're listening to The Sean Pittman Show. It's time for Pittman's Point. Welcome back to The Sean Pittman Show, and I definitely want to thank MK XYZ, y'all, for joining us this morning. She's from Duval, y'all. Uh, so a bright, bright star. Uh, y'all keep an eye out for her. And check her up on Instagram, man. She's got 500,000 followers uh, on Instagram. So she's always busy there. Uh, Y'all check her out. Um, But listen, it's time for the Pittman Point. All right, y'all. I specifically have to talk to my Georgia friends today. Um, Listen, just when we thought election season was over, it's time to get back to the polls once again. In just a few short weeks, Georgians will be voting for the next two United States senators and could flip the balance of power in federal government. So I know I told y'all that we would take a break from politics for a little while, but but this is just too important. We had to come back for just this moment. So for everyone in Georgia, register to vote by December 7th. Early voting starts December 14th and election day is January 5th. January 5th. Oh, that's the founding of Kappa Alpha Psi. <laughs> so, couple great things on January 5th. Election Day in Georgia and Founders Day for Kappa Alpha Psi all over the world. Uh, but seriously, y'all, January 5th, folks in Georgia, y'all have to vote. And if you're not in Georgia, call up your Georgia friends. We Everybody has a friend in Georgia. Everybody has a friend in ATL, uh, somewhere in the outskirts of Georgia. Tell them that Sean Pittman said to register. Get your friends and go vote. I know you voted already, but get your friends and go vote again. Because as we've seen time and time again, the Senate holds some incredible power. So the Pittman point today is refocus. If you're in Georgia, get out there and vote. If you're not in Georgia, Help spread the word, share important information, and call those Georgia friends and tell them to do it for you. This has been the Sean Pittman Show, and we'll see you in seven.